So before we dive into this episode, I have an exciting announcement to make. We've just opened the doors to the Inner Hub, our membership for freelance social media managers. And when you join the Inner Hub, you'll get access to all of the exciting changes that we're planning to roll out over the next few months. That means you'll get access to monthly training. You'll be able to stay on top of the ever-changing social media platforms. You'll be able to have a listing on our directory. And you'll not only have access to us, but also to our incredible community of social media geniuses, who, by the way, are the most supportive bunch of people you will ever come across. So if you're ready to stop winging it on your own, we've done the hard work to create not just that incredible community of supportive people, but also to provide you with training from very specially selected guest experts from around the world. We want to help you to increase your knowledge and your confidence so that you can create a profitable business that you love. And the Inner Hub is the number one membership created for social media marketers because we know that it's not easy working in this space. We are a unique breed of entrepreneurs as social media marketers because not only are you working hard to build your own business, you're also responsible for somebody else's business too. And that comes with a lot of stress. We've been where you are right now we're still working with clients and we're here to help you to create a business that you love. So come and join us. We'll be leaving the doors open for a few days and we're here ready to welcome you into the Inner Hub. So just head over to the twolauras.com forward slash Inner Hub to enroll. In this episode, we're going to be talking about making connections that count. Okay, so in our business now and in our freelance business and in our previous businesses, it goes without saying that some of the positive steps and positive changes has been as a direct uh, result of being well connected to the right people at the right time. Agree? hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it's really important to make the right connections at the right time for you, your life, your business. And in this episode, we're going to share the three types of people that you need to connect with. But first of all, let's just talk about why it's so important, shall we? Yeah, 100%. And I think it's the first thing that I think we all need to bear in mind is that it doesn't matter where you are in your business. So you can be completely new, so that unseen freelancer, or you could be absolutely nailing it. And if you don't have the right people around you, it can stop you in your tracks. It can take you backwards, it, it, but it won't push you forward if you don't have the right people around you. So this is relevant to everybody, regardless of what phase you are in your business. Yeah. And I would also say that it will be very difficult for you to move forwards with your business and move from being an unseen freelancer, for example, right through mm-hmm. to an in-demand marketer without having the right connections. You need those connections to help you make those moves. Yeah. And it can be as simple as if you surround yourself with the wrong people, the result of that is that you aren't going to learn. You're going to be given maybe incorrect information or the advice isn't right. Say, for example, us as freelancers are completely different to employed social media experts that we all are. So if you take advice from somebody who's only ever worked in an employed position, only ever worked for large brands, they don't actually have the transferable knowledge to be able to help you if you're working for small businesses in a freelance capacity. So sometimes being around the wrong people 
albeit their advice is good, it's just not right for you where you are in your business at this time. So it can just be, it's just slightly off, isn't it? The the advice you're getting. And then you end up taking that advice and going down a, a wrong path or actioning some advice that actually isn't right for you. And it becomes frustrating because you're not getting the results or you're not moving forward or whatever the result is that you were hoping to achieve. So you end up not moving. Yeah. And then you end up feeling really frustrated and get imposter syndrome, which should hold you back even more. We would always advocate learning from people who've been where you are, if you like. But if you learn from somebody who is way too many steps ahead of you, then you're going to be wanting to try and do the things that they're doing now. And it's the wrong point of your business. So therefore, you become overwhelmed because there's so many things to do. You do them potentially in the wrong order. And then when they don't work, again, imposter syndrome hits. So it's about finding the right connections at the right time, getting the right information for you and for your business and for wherever it is that you are, like in your phase of business. Because otherwise it can definitely have some negative impact on you and your business, can't it? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so we've categorised there are three types of people that we need to connect with in our businesses. And as I say, this goes across the board Whatever phase you are in, it's important that you try to build connections that fall into these three categories. So let's start with number one. And number one is the people that you can help, which is, I suppose, the obvious one is us being freelancers and us trying to build a business of a a community of clients or wannabe clients. So trying to connect with people who at some point may be a future client of yours is just a given. That should be what we're all trying to be doing on our social media, in our marketing all the time. Yeah, 100%. And if you don't make these connections and you don't spend time doing this, maybe because you are at capacity right now and you don't spend time still connecting with people who you can help, when you're not at capacity and you do need to fall back and find some clients urgently or what have you, or you want to bring in some extra money because you've hit an income plateau, if you haven't spent the time creating those connections, it's going to be really annoying for you and really frustrating and potentially scary if you've lost a client and you don't have any other income because you don't have those people around you who you could potentially bring into your business and, you know, who could become a client. So that's why we're always so adamant about you need to market your business. As freelancers, we are not just freelancers, we're business owners and we're marketers. We know how to market. So we should be marketing our own businesses all the time, even when we're busy. In fact, probably when we're busy is the most important time to be marketing our business because we never know when we're not going to be busy. I still now, but now bearing in mind, I haven't taken on a new freelance client really since we've worked together. I don't have capacity to, but I still, in my DMs, admittedly, I don't really push out much content anymore, if at all, but in my DMs, I will still reply to people. I'll still help people because there'll be somewhere in the deepest, darkest crevices of my brain. It's like, what happens if I did need to? What happens if... What happens if I fire you? <laughs> Technically, you can't. But um, yeah, it's, and I just think building those relationships and DMs, helping people, not seeing everything as a they want something for free. Therefore, you're not going to help people or you don't go go on your own social media because you're too busy. So you've got DMs lined up of people who you could build these connections with and build these relationships with because you're going to be able to help them at some point. But you're not opening your 
pla- the platforms, you're not marketing yourself, so you don't see them. So you're completely oblivious to these potential connections. Is not a good place to be. No, out of sight, out of mind springs to mind. And if, you know, if you are out of sight and you're not helping people, and actually this is, I just want to take it back to what you just said a minute ago about helping people for free. I think that that is so important. Like we would never advocate that you work for free. Let's just be very clear on that. Mm -hmm. But there are times when you should be giving your advice, your knowledge, helping people for free. And we help people all the time, don't we? If somebody asks us a question, we will answer it because why wouldn't we? We're helpful people. And you want to be seen as that helpful person. And I know you've got a story of how you, because you were always so helpful in DMs and on your socials and what have you, you ended up winning a client like years and years later, didn't you? Yeah. So my biggest client now, so I still work with him now and by a country mile is my biggest client. He came about or this client came about because his wife had been following me for, I think it was about two years on my Instagram. And she had her own business and she kind of fell into my niche, but I knew she was never going to want to outsource her social media. So all her ads, because that was what I was offering at the time. So I knew that she was never going to become a client of mine. So I could have just ghosted her. I could have just not replied to her. But over the years, she used to reply to my stories. I started following her, quite, you know, quite liked her humor, quite liked some of the content she put out. She was fairly local to me and we just used to chat and often it wouldn't always be about work she wouldn't always be coming to me saying how do I do this how do I do that but it would often come up in conversation and I would be more than happy to just give her a couple of tips and and a bit of advice and it turns out then you know as I say roll on two years she then said to me look my husband's business needs some help they're working with an agency they're not very good and I've recommended that he contact you would you be interested and at first I was like okay I'll have a conversation with him little did I know that you know four nearly five years later I'd still be working with him so it just goes to show there was no pitch in there there was no me kind of building her up there was no intention to try to convert her or find out if she had a husband with a big business (laughs) there was none of that it was just very genuine very authentic conversation a good connection and actually like like she's an interior designer and she's helped me loads now with some work I've done on my house where I've not paid her you know it's been it, it was well worth me having these conversations with her a few well many years ago now so yeah, just being being yourself and being generous and friendly cannot be dismissed. I think it's so, so important. In this yeah. day and age of automation and bots, never has there been a, a more important time, I don't think, to actually have genuine conversation with people. And as another example, again, this is quite a long time ago, but I'd had a problem with my website and someone had done something to it. I couldn't fix it which probably doesn't surprise many people. So I needed someone to help me. And I put something on my, on my Instagram story saying, look, does anyone know how I could fix this? And I get a reply from someone who I thought was a lady called Joe. And turns out he was really, really helpful, basically fixed it for me. He didn't want anything. He was just happy to help. And 
roll on now, however many years that's been. That is, as we many of us will know, is Joe Purnell, who now, you know, we're one of his clients. He has built a lot, a lot of websites for people in our community because we've recommended him and because, you know, we're always kind of tagging him as our go-to web person. And that would never, ever have happened if he hadn't have just helped me. He just was really generous with his time and helped me. And because of that, I remembered him and, and I will always remember him for that. And the work that he had generated just from being a nice guy has really, you know, does wonders for his business, hasn't it? It's been incredible. Yeah, and I think it's really important to just be helpful, you know, just like we've just been talking about. But I think there are ways that you can be strategic with your help. And so one of the questions that we're asked all the time is, Someone will be invited to go and speak in a community or a membership or as part of a course or something like that. And they will ask, how much should I charge for this? And my immediate question in my brain is always, why would you charge for it? Because if you have got the opportunity to get in front of a large number of your perfect people, then I see that as a really good way to help the person who's asking you to build a connection with them. But also to get in front of your perfect people and help them by helping, you know, training them on something, teaching them something, what have you, is never going to be a bad thing. And if you think about how much it might cost you in Facebook ads to get in front of those people over a long period of time, <laughs> because that, that masterclass might stay in that membership for years to come, then it, this is a good, good investment in my opinion. So I've done many masterclasses inside of memberships and those masterclasses are, are still in a lot of those memberships. And I get leads from them still. Now I'm not advertising. I'm not taking on any new clients like you are, but I still do get leads from those because my face is still there on those videos. I'm still being helpful with people. And I didn't make a penny. I didn't charge the, the person who asked me for those. Didn't make a penny from them, but I've yeah. made lots of money from people who have watched those. Yeah. You can't just look at something on a short term. I've got to do something which is going to take me a couple of hours of my time. Therefore, I need to be reimbursed for that time. But you need to look at it from a longer term perspective. Oh, well, if I do this masterclass or if I do this, it's going to introduce me to new connections that potentially could be kind of paying clients in the future or customers in the future. And sometimes that isn't the case. You know, we get asked to do things and it's not our target audience who's going to be on the receiving end of it. So, yes, of course we would charge. But if someone was to say to us, right, this is your opportunity to speak to a thousand freelance social media managers who are all brand new people to us, then of course we wouldn't charge because the opportunity for us is greater than the value that you would put on that. But I think this will look different for everybody. Like what you are prepared to do for free will look different for everybody. <laughs> and like you say, it will depend on, you know, who you're in front of. Like, for example, if somebody drops into my DMs and asks to pick my brains and they just want to ask me a few questions, I'm totally cool with that. I will answer those. If they drop into my DMs and say, do you want to meet for a coffee so I can ask you some questions? Uh, no, I'm not leaving my house. I'm not <laughs> going for a coffee with somebody I don't know. If you want to ask me a question, just ask me it. I, I would be more than happy to help somebody as long as they make it easy for me to help them. But I don't want to be spending time going out, going to meet somebody for a coffee and doing all of that sort of stuff. Whereas other people would love the opportunity to get out of their house and go for a coffee with somebody. So yeah. it would, this will look totally different for everybody. But I think it's really important that you recognize that the first type of people that you want to connect with are those people who you can help and the people who are asking for your help and the people who you can look for to see how you can help those people who will be your target audience potentially. Okay, so 
they were people number one. So that was people you can help. Let's chat about our second group of people, which are the people that can help you. And I think this is really important in that we can we can all be helped. <laughs> <Can't we? laughs> help me. We've all got stuff to learn. We all can be inspired by other people. There will always be times in our businesses where we need help from other people. So having people around us who can help is is just so important. Like yeah. I'd say really, like really, really important. Yeah, absolutely crucial. And I think so there's and there's lots of ways that people could help yep. you. The first one is probably the most obvious, which is the people who could refer work to you. So it might be that they are in the same niche as you, or they just offer the same platforms that you offer and they're at capacity. So they can't take on anyone else, but because you've made a connection with them, they know that they can come to you and pass on work to you. The dream person that is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But we see this happening all the time in the inner hub, don't we? Yeah. People are referring work that they can't take onto other people who are in the membership or they're building teams of people who are in the membership and like creating a team amongst themselves, building their business that way. So it's, it's those people who are really, really important. And actually we do this ourselves, don't we? Because obviously, as we've already said, we both still get leads pretty much every day yeah. and we're not taking on new clients. So we will refer those leads to other people, either because we know somebody who would be perfect for that, that role because they've made the connection with us and we know them well, or We'll share the lead into the inner hub because we know that there's hundreds of people in there who would be perfect for this position. So we will always share those leads and pass those on and refer work to other people that we can't take on. But if people haven't made that time to connect with us and maybe they're not in the inner hub, then they're not going to be able to get those leads. Yeah. And it comes down to this, you know, give and take, doesn't it? And that's certainly what we see a lot in the inner hub where... The, the ones who are really generous helping other people are the ones then when people need help and call out for help, it's those same names that kind of get mentioned because they've built up a reputation of being people who are helpful yeah. and normally about a particular subject matter. And on, on that point, having people around you who you know you can go to for help, you know, even if we just look at it from a purely social media perspective, so irrespective of, actually building a business or wider marketing or anything else that comes with having your own business. But if we just look at social media alone, we all know how much it changes. We all know how complicated and frustrating the platforms are. And we... And when Mozrai or whatever his name is goes live on Instagram, we all know that we start having heart palpitations. (laughs) Start sweating. And there is no social media expert out there who is nailing it on every single platform and knows the inner crevices of every single platform. But when you've got a collective of people around where you go, hang on a minute, this isn't working. Can you help me? It's so much easier to just say, look, guys, how, how can I fix this? Or how can I get my Instagram shopping tags to work? Knowing that you've got people around you who you can call upon to ask is so much easier than having to wade through Google page after Google page after Google page. And there's a, you know, there's a mutual, there's always a respect there, isn't there? There's lots of people will say, look, I need some help. Can anyone fix this? This is urgent. Or I'm sat with a client. Can anyone help me? No, 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 no. People will always come around to help and support. 
But equally, there is that mutual respect that we all are trying to make a living. So sometimes people go, you know what, I've, I've let LinkedIn go over my head. Can I book an hour and pay someone to help me bring me up to speed? So we're not saying that everyone's like constantly trying to help everybody for free, but that wealth of knowledge around us all. And in, you know, and I've got I'm thinking of the inner hub when I say this, but it's about having your connections around you, having a place to go when you are struggling is so, so important. And, you know, lots of people in this freelance world have previously been employed. You're used to having a team around you. You're used to having an IT department. You're used to having a wider marketing team or, you know, finance to help you. You don't have that as a freelancer. So sometimes it can be a really, really lonely place and you just need that help and need to know where to go. And it's we're just going to play a little bit of a clip here from Gus, who's one of our members, who just sums it up perfectly about how it's brilliant to be part of a team again. Hi, my name is Gus and I run a digital marketing agency. A few years ago, when I left the corporate world to set up as a freelance social media manager, it was an incredibly tough transition. I realized that I no longer had a marketing team around me with whom I could uh, bounce ideas around or share content with or to sense check my output. But most importantly, I didn't have anyone to learn from. And then, of course, the Inner Hub came along and it was an absolute no-brainer to, to be a member and to be part of a community of other social media managers and digital marketers whom I could learn from. All the extras within the Inner Hub, such as the masterclasses and access to world-renowned marketers that I wouldn't have access to anywhere else is, is, is a bonus. But for me, the most important thing is the feeling of team and the feeling of uh, a community and people around me who understand my business, understand the sector, understand what I'm going through, and essentially can answer my questions whenever I need them to. And I think joining the Inner Hub was probably the biggest catalyst to, to my business growth. For me, it was a no-brainer and I know I'll be a member for an incredibly long time to come. So, yeah, it's really, really important to have those right people around you. Uh, but it's not always going to be people who are necessarily in your sector or who are like your peers as such, if you like. It's other, pe other ways that people can help you. Uh, maybe it's somebody who can elevate your reputation by association, if you like. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes if you're hanging around with the right people or working for the right clients, that can really have a big impact on your business. And actually, it can do the opposite as well. I don't know if I've told you this story before, but I used to have a client who, when I took her on, I did not realize that her reputation wasn't good. I didn't have a clue. Probably a big mistake on my part. But as time went by, I started to lose connections. And my leads sort of dried up. People who usually would refer people to me stopped doing that. People who would usually reply to my stories and DM me stopped doing that. And it was all very odd, but I didn't really put two and two together until somebody actually told me that it was because I was working for this person and that person was actually damaging my reputation. So it's really important to make sure that your connections are the right people and the elevation by association part is important, but be really careful who you're associating yourself with. Yeah, there's definitely a due diligence there, isn't there, of trying to... 100%. And to be fair, to... even if I'd done some research, I'm not sure I would have pulled that information out in, in advance. But now, obviously looking back, hindsight's brilliant. Now it's pretty obvious. Yeah, definitely try to uh, assess the scene. And yeah. ask people, I guess, ask me, do you know of this person? What do you think? What do you think of their business? A, a reputation by association is a good thing, but it needs to be approached with caution. Yeah. 
I'm sure people like you more because you're associated with me. <laughs> well, maybe maybe, maybe not. it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, moving on swiftly. Another good connection that I think we all, maybe we take for granted is our client, or maybe more importantly, our ex-clients. Obviously, some relationships with clients come to an end, but what I find scary sometimes is when people just go, oh, well, I'm sod it, sod it. This has happened, ex wives have sod them. And to be fair, sometimes clients do deserve to just be like put in the past. But actually, I have, I still get people coming to me now saying, who are ex-clients of mine saying, oh, can you help this person? Can you help that person? And um, from years and years and years ago, and because the relationship ended, but we maintained a connection, like they're not my best friends, you know, they're, they're not people I'm texting all the time, but they're on my radar that I'm on their radar. Clearly, I obviously, you know, we left in, in, in on good terms. They must have been hopefully happy with the work that I did and they are, will now still recommend me to people and, and actually clients do. Most of my clients now personally at the moment know that I'm not looking for other work so I don't think they would although they would still come to me saying can you commend anyone. So just keeping in good terms and knowing that your yes client relationships might come to an end, it might be mutual, it might be one-sided but try to maintain those relationships going forward. Even if that client was a nightmare to work with, their best friend's husband's brother, what have you, might be Richard Branson or somebody like that who could be an amazing connection to have. And when Richard Branson needs a new social media manager, who are they going to come to? You want to be referable. Yeah, exactly. And it's good social proof, isn't it? Instead of me saying, come and work with me, I am the best. If someone says, oh, you should go to Laura, she's the best, she worked for me, I was really pleased, then it's a no-brainer for that person because it's that personal recommendation, isn't it? So yeah, keeping your clients and ex-clients on side is a wonderful connection. Oh, yeah, definitely agree. Okay, so the final type of people that you need to connect with, and I actually think these are probably some of the most important people mm. um, in your business. And these are people who will help you to get stuff done. That's my way of explaining who they are. So they are people who, they help you to get stuff done in so many different ways. And it might be people who hold you, hold you accountable so that you literally get stuff done. You literally get your work done. You know, you put down with their, you have a meeting with them and you set out what you want to achieve. And when you come back and meet with them in a week or two weeks time, what have you, if you haven't done it, you want somebody who's going to kick you up the butt and say, why haven't you done it? And when you've got those people who keep keeping you accountable, you often don't even need that kick up the bum, do you? Because you just feel a bit awkward. If you haven't done it, you've got to go and say, I haven't done it because I've been too busy watching Selling Sunset, <laughs> whatever it is. It's just you know, awkward to have those conversations. So I think those like your accountability people are really, really crucial. And that's why in the Inner Hub, we work really hard to match people well in our accountability buddy partnership um, program because we want to make sure that people can actually help each other. And then we encourage people to, you know, hop on a Zoom once a month or however often it is that they want to do and keep each other accountable, don't we? Yeah, we try to match them based on what kind of phase they are in their business. Because we want it to be mutually beneficial. So if somebody is, you know, at capacity, absolutely nailing it, rolling out loads of offers and they're matched with someone who's brand new, hasn't got a client yet, 
the, the person who's brand new is possibly going to gain more from that relationship of learning and being kind of inspired by their accountability partner than, than the opposite way around. So we try to match people where they're at a similar stage in their business as much as we possibly can. I know you said about getting stuff done, but I love hearing some of the stories from our accountability partners. And I, I was reading about one the other day uh, and I won't mention names because I don't know whether they want me to mention names, but they said that they just spent their whole time on their, their regular call. They spent one call just moaning. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's really, really important. Offloading. We do that all the time. Yeah, far too often. <laughs> I think that being able to talk to someone who gets it and absolutely understands why you are so frustrated with Instagram that week or why you're so irritated by the, this client who still hasn't paid their invoice. You're not going to get that when you walk to the school gates or you go out for drinks with your friends at home. Like I rarely, very, very rarely speak to any of my friends about work because they they don't get it. And, and that's with all due respect to them. They're all lovely people, but they don't, do they? My friends are employed people. They have annual leave. They have a salary. They have sick to pay. They don't have the same experiences. And so it's very hard sometimes when you want that support to get it from maybe the normal places you would go for support. So actually having a place to go or a person to go to that is just going to let you offload, hold your hand virtually is just, it's not to be knocked, I think, because I like I know I get a lot of that from from you and we're obviously in a in a fortunate position that there's the two of us. And so sometimes when you're a freelancer, you haven't got employees or a partner to work with. So being able to find someone, it's it's the next best thing, isn't it? To just be able to offload. Yeah, definitely. And that's why we have, and this is brand new information, <laughs> we have just brought something brand new into the Inner Hub, which we haven't told anyone about yet, but now you're listening, you know. So we are opening what we're calling the studio and that is a place where you can get that handholding from people. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a 24-7 Zoom room that you can go into whenever you want to, to go and chat, moan, brainstorm, you know, get people to help you to fix whatever it is that you're struggling with face-to-face -face in a Zoom room. But we're also going to be holding daily co-working sessions in there because like I just said, sometimes you just need somebody to keep you accountable and Having been in co-working Zoom sessions myself in the past, I know just the fact that I've got my video on means I won't pick my phone up and start scrolling through Instagram Reels <laughs> because people potentially could see that I'm doing that. So I will actually crack on and do work. So that's really, really important. So this is brand new to the Inner Hub and it's called The Studio. If you're already a member, if you log in to your Members Hub, you will be able to find more information about that in there. And if you subscribe to the calendar, then you will get all of those dates in your diary as well. But it's, it's a Zoom room where you can just go and just post in the community and say, I'm struggling with something. Or does anyone want to go and get a cuppa and let's just go and have a moan about our clients or whatever it is. And just hop in the Zoom room and go and have a chat. I'll be in there all the time. <laughs> Come and help me. Laura's making me do stuff. And remember as well, these people who are kind of holding you accountable can also, because they know your business and because they know what you're trying to achieve, they can be the people who help you generate ideas that you hadn't really thought of. They can look at your business with fresh eyes. 
you know, you know, sometimes when you're trying to work on something, but you just can't quite nail an idea or maybe you're trying to write something, but you can't quite put the right angle on something. And you just, you know, often I'll say, oh, I'm trying to do this to Laura and Laura, which is obviously you'll say this, you know, because it's obvious from a, a fresh <laughs> pair of eyes, but it isn't obvious when you're just staring at something yourself. So having people around you who can help you generate some good ideas or just give you ideas. Or is- just notice that that one thing that you've missed like quite often, if you're if if you've just been looking at the same thing for ages, you just can't see the wood for the trees. And as soon as somebody else puts their fresh eyes on it, they're like, "Well, this is a, this is why it's not working. You just haven't toggled this on, or you've just put the wrong this in there." And it's just it's it's those obvious things that we can't see because we're too close to it and we've looked at it too much. Somebody sometimes you just need somebody to just look at it and take a two second fix to help you overcome something that's been holding you back for days or weeks. And I think that's so valuable for us. That's why when we uh, are doing things in our business, we'll often get each other to have a look at it and see, you know, have we missed something or have we done something wrong? Quite often we don't pick these things up. But, you know, if we hadn't had those conversations and hadn't looked at it, then we'd probably be even further behind than we are. (laughs) You know, yes, we can both look objectively at what each other have done, but also we do. We have made sure we've got good connections around us. Yeah. So we can go to our connections and say, look, we're trying to do this. We're struggling with this. Or can anyone help with this? Like in one of our, one of our connections gave us an idea that helped us to generate 1800 leads in like days, wasn't it? And yeah. it, just, and and it, it was wasn't quite- even us going yeah. to them asking for the idea. It was literally just something that they happened to say. We were yeah. like, oh, light bulb. <laughs> yeah. And it, it wasn't even that clever. It was quite straightforward. But often as we keep saying, you just can't see the wood for the trees, can you? So finding people to help you with those ideas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also I think it's recognising that those small ideas can sometimes make such a big impact on your business. Mm-hmm. Like we're in a mastermind and um, with Stu McLaren and he was saying that one of the masterminds that he's in, there was just this one idea that helped him to generate over $100,000 from this one idea. And that's like paid for his membership to that many many times over so if you just got one client or one idea or what have you from one connection that's been so valuable and had such a massive impact on your business and that's happened for us as well in the past hasn't it yeah definitely and there's jamie who we're friends with she also had one i was given one idea and she generated thirty two thousand dollars in a weekend just because of one simple idea so you know we just hope that by surrounding ourselves with people who understand what you're trying to do understand all the frustrations that potentially you have within your business as being freelancers if you surround yourself with the right people then actually these simple small simple steps can actually make huge differences to your business yeah and it's not always financial sort of outcomes like it might just be that someone gives you an amazing idea for how you can respond to emails quicker on how you can put an automation in place in your business or how you can take a day off yeah those sorts of things are like gold dust that's just those one ideas that you haven't thought of um, or that one solution that somebody shared in a comment on a facebook post answering somebody else and you see it and it sparks an idea in you those sorts of things are so so important and so valuable for your business i think so those are the three types of people you need to connect with just a quick recap of who they are They are people that you can help, people who can help you, and people who can hold you accountable and help you get stuff done. 
And before you run off and go and find your three groups of connections, we'd just to remind you that, as you already know, the Inner Hub is currently open to new members. You can come and find out more and join us at thetwolauras.com forward slash Inner Hub. We'll see you in there.